Today's Mal and Johnny show will be very different. We have a very special guest, Emily Squires. Now, Emily has been a guest on the podcast twice before, and we've talked about her life with her auntie, Dorothy Squires. But today, we're going to talk about Emily and how she has coped since she's discovered that she has Parkinson's. We started recording really before we started the podcast properly, but that's where we'll start today. <laughs> what have you done? I said, I've just taken a Parkinson's pill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> well, look, we're all here together again. This is the third time <laughs> of our meetings, and we're finding out a lot yeah. more about each other. You know, we're finding out about yeah. um, uh, about me having a double jab, Johnny popping to the dentist, uh, spending a fortune, Johnny, I would have thought. No, I, I've, got, I've got a private um, You've got a plan. Health. You've got a plan. Yeah, you've got, you've got, got, a, plan. got a plan. We've got a plan. Let's... Unfortunately, my daughter decided to put herself on it as oh. well. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> we all have to cope with various things um we obviously we've talked a lot about dorothy and how she had to cope with what the mental strain of losing roger and then you, you know as she said little fella against the world um and and she had a very down moments didn't didn't she emily she had a very down moments so they were dark times for her uh yes um she was always a volatile person and a, and a depressive person i think but I think that made it worse with Roger leaving. Mm. Um, and when he left, she went to the doctor to see if he could give her any help. Yeah. And he gave her what commonly was called purple hearts. Oh, right. So she had a dose of those and then he wouldn't give her any more. This was over a, a fair period of time. Well, they were legal in those days, aren't they? They were like antidepressants. Well, they, they? yeah, they, of course they were. They, mm. were. they were prescribed drugs, like so many of these people in America. They're hooked on prescribed drugs. Yeah, yeah. So she couldn't have any in the end. But I don't know how she knew a Welsh um, pharmacist <laughs> in Bexley Heath. <laughs> oh, no. And we used to go on trips to the chemist. Right. And she used to come out with a load of tissues with a little ball shape hanging from it. And she used to call it her dolly mixtures. Oh, wow. And when we, when we got home, it was purple hearts, tenuate dustpan, back bombers, God knows what, mandrax. Oh. I don't mean mandrax. That's I don't know. plant, is it? it, 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 it we, we're totally, we have no idea what you're talking about in any way. <laughs> to be honest, me and Johnny, we're, we're just innocents in this world. Innocents. That's right, we're innocents. We're Never take the black bomber. I took a purple heart once. That was Dorothy's fault. Go on. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Um, she she did take those. People said that she used to drink a lot, but she didn't used to drink a lot. She'd have one drink and she'd be a yeah. bit whiffy, squiffy. Yeah. But she did take the Purple Hearts. Yeah, she took Purple Hearts. But then the tr trouble was, be she then became hooked on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we we don't we think she used to, she could have been bipolar. There's a strong suspicion. Yeah, a strong suspicion that she probably was because she used to have highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting, you know, because uh, Elvis. I did a lot of lot of uh, research on Elvis and met quite a lot of his family down in Tupelo, Mississippi. And they always said it was when he went into the army, uh, you know, to do those late night shifts, the overnight shifts. Uh, his mates would give him, you know, take these take these vitamins, you know, mm. and they'll help you sleep, get through all the night. You know, and they weren't vitamins, they were amphetamines. And then he got hooked on those. And then once you get onto that, you need the ones to bring you down as well. The yeah. next time. And so you're in a terrible spiral. And to get out of that, and particularly when people are calling them vitamins as if they're doing you good, I suppose yeah. it's, it's a hard thing. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. But oh, then, yeah. Yeah. I remember she gave me one of those black ones once because she said, You're too fat, which well, was always saying I was too fat. I am now, but I mean, I wasn't at the time. <laughs> so I took one. I didn't stop talking for three days. <laughs> what? I'll never, I'll never forget when we did the gig. You, you were with us. We were in Newcastle, 
And the next gig, because we were doing one night stands, the next gig was Brighton. So Newcastle to Brighton's one hell of a drive, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll go after the show. You know, I'll just get down as far as halfway to my aunties or something. So one of the boys said in the band said, go and see Doc. I said, who's Doc? He said, the violin player. He's the one with all the pills. <laughs> so Doc gave me one of these black bomb things. At the end of the show, I was like high as a kite, but I was mentally wide awake, but physically tired. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I won't go. I'll, I'll go in the morning. It was no point. I was awake all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose, you know, the, the, the lifestyle that we've had, that because the, the thing I hated most about those late night gigs was driving back along the M4, windows open, radio on as loud as I can, pinching my legs, slapping my face, just trying not to fall asleep at the wheel. I mean, it must have been a yeah, very dangerous thing for all of us. Well, we all did it, didn't we? It was just like, yeah. finish a gig at one o'clock, pack down the gear, two or three o'clock, another hour's drive. It's, you know, it, it was madness. It was madness. Um, now then, something that, that Johnny confided, and I don't think it's a, it's a, uh, something that you mind talking about. And I thought it might be nice to talk about that today is that y- you look very well, Emily. You look <laughs> very, very well. And then Johnny said to me, of course, um, Emily is, is is working through Parkinson's at the moment. And you don't, you know, we have an image of a certain disease, don't we, that, that people have those symptoms. You don't appear to have those symptoms, but you have the starting of that disease or you have that I, disease? I'm, I'm, I'm smiling because the worst thing you can probably say to a Parkinson's people is you look very well, you don't look like you've got Parkinson's because <laughs> it's like a duck floating on the top and its little feet going like this. Like the clappers. Struggling with the sort of thing. Like at the moment, I actually feel like I'm going up and down on a ship. My head is like vertigoing at the moment. Right. And I've just started to shake as well, which I haven't done I'm the so other sorry. two occasions. <laughs> no, it's not your Doctor Mal strikes again. It, 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 it'll calm down yeah. in a minute, but it, it can also be set off by stress, can't it? Makes yeah, it I, I think um, I've I've been diagnosed for two years now, but I think I've had it for four years, mm-hmm. and I think the start of it was due to moving. I got incredibly stressed when I decided to move from um, Brighton to here. Mm-hmm. And then things started going wrong with the flat I was selling. I had plasters in every single room in there. And then my two cats died on top of it. And I really adore my little cats. Yeah. And it just all became on top of me. And one day um, the front doorbell went and it was a letter and it was a solicitor's thing. And I have solicitor's letters to me. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> of Dorothy and 33 um, vexations. cases. So I felt this really weird sensation go down the back of my head. It was like everything was leaving me. <laughs> really? In my essence, it felt like it was leaving me, and I didn't think anything of it. But I remember looking in the mirror uh, whilst I was still packing stuff up and thinking to myself, I'm not me. I've, I've gone somewhere. I'm just not me. Mm. And I, it took me a, a year to actually go to the hospital. I did go to a doctor before I left Brighton. I said, there's something wrong. He said, you've probably got essential tremors. I said, I don't think I've got essential tremors. I said, there's no point in making appointments here um, when I'm moving down to Wales, so I'll do it when I get down there. It's very difficult to, to diagnose Parkinson's, apparently. Um, in the end, you had to have that special scan, didn't you? Yeah, that scan showed up, um, two little white. You either have commas or dots, and I think you meant to, I think you meant to have dots, not commas, and I had commas. Mm-hmm. The, the little shapes of the white things yeah. that you see. And so I said, I've got early onset um, Parkinson's. Yeah. How did you take it? You're okay, really. 
I I was I was I tell you what I was relieved because I didn't. It's nothing worse than not knowing what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And I so then had something to hang the symptoms that I had on, knowing that I had it. And for a long time, and I don't think I thought I had it. I knew I had it, but yes. it's like I can't possibly have this. Yes. Yeah. And I still think I can't possibly have this. <laughs> I've worked hard all my life and then I retire. And a couple of years after I retire, you get Parkinson's. I thought, I can't have this. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And yeah. um, so that diagnosis came two years ago. Is, is that right? About two years ago? Yeah. 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 So what, what did you what did you do next? I suppose, you, you know, you're not unusual in that case. This happens to people. So there must be a system oh, yeah. that you go into. Um, they have a... They have a very good system down here and place. Um, it was called Rookwood. Uh, they have closed it now and it's moved somewhere else, but Rookwood took all the um, Parkinson's people from this area and you go and have various visual tests, really, they do, don't they? Yeah, all sorts, yeah. Can, yeah. Um, but, um, not so much taking blood from you and stuff like that or X-raying your head, which I'd had done before anyway. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the Lewy body Parkinson's, which is the... Um, one that uh, Robin Williams had, uh, where you lose your your memory, etc. Although sometimes I feel as though I do, <laughs> but no, I, I don't have signs of that. Yeah, because who else has just come up with it? Is it Paxman? Paxman, yeah, yeah, yeah Jeremy Paxman. And it's one yeah. of these things. And, I, and and obviously, when when because uh, we talk about show business all the time, we talk about funny stories, we talk about you know incidents that have happened to us. But in many ways, this is. Um, this is really important, I think, that we that we just go through this a little bit, and I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable at all because when I'm John, right. stop shaking now, it's all right. stop shaking now. So I'm that, relaxed. That, that happens, does it? Sometimes it's yeah, bad, all the it? all the time it happens, and I yeah, the ways I I combat it is I've got a, an adult drawing book. That doesn't mean there's new pictures. <laughs> it's just it's more technical than a child's drawing book. So I do that, and I do crosswords as well, which seem to calm me, oddly enough. Yeah. It's funny when you when you doing Spanish once. I, I remember you saying when you were doing the lessons, you didn't shake at all because no. your mind was on something else, totally yeah. different. Yeah, it's like something is occupying it, so you don't shake. Yeah, but she doesn't shake all over. Yeah. Shaking all over. No, she, it's just a hand goes down again. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's that. That's remarkable. So you... and I'd had some experience of it because oddly enough, where I worked, somebody else. Had it, she had it um, when she started when she was 50. Well, I was, what, 68 when I started, but she was, um, yeah, 50. Mm. And I could see when I got it, I thought of her. Yes. But she was much worse because the medication that she was taking hadn't improved to the estate that it does now. Yes. So the medication that you take takes some of the symptoms away, which uh, I'm very glad about. Yes. And they're, they're discovering things all the time i mean they think that parkinson's because they don't know but they think it's uh, something to do with herbicides and pesticides it's toxic toxins and they reckon there's going to be a lot more people yeah. um getting parkinson's so it's it's really important that they have research to find out what causes it and to also either slow it down or stop it mm. Mm. and i actually i read the other day in um, the ben gurion hospitals in israel the, sorry, the university hospital in Israel, Ben Gurion, they've um, discovered that they can stop it and make it easier on mice at the moment, and they've painted and patented something. So it's like watch this space, but it's all about getting money in order to do studies. There's there's loads of studies. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the one who's the most famous one of having it is Michael Fox. Of course. Um, the Back to the Future. Well, he's really bad. But I saw him in the film the other day and he was like all over the place. I mean, but, he was acting as well. So but, I... Yeah, but they asked him whether he, they, if he thought that they'd get a cure within his lifetime. He said, no, not in my lifetime, but the next generation after that, probably. Yeah. It's, it's a question of spending time on studying, you know, what happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what happens is your dopamine cells disappear. They, they're um, gradually disappearing. Could have been all the dolly mixtures, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this stuff I did take... actually mention that to them, that not <laughs> the dolly mixtures, but I had taken um, yes. some drugs in the, in the 60s. Yeah. She was a wild child. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. I'm not sure if you still call the midwife, not the actual programme on yeah. Sunday, but the af- oh. afterwards they did the um, like a ten year looking back. And the oh lady, yeah, I missed that. Oh, it was really good. And the lady who wrote it said when she started writing, she was writing about polio and diphtheria, and you know, and she said by the time the the, the tenth series had come about. She couldn't write about that anymore because they didn't exist anymore. That's right. That's right. Had, I remember iron lungs, pictures yeah. in papers of iron lungs with polio people. There was a girl in school, we had polio. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, in that in that ten year period or whatever whatever the period you know that that's, that was set in, so much medical advances happened with the limited science that they had in those days. So I suppose we live in a hopeful age where more of these incurable diseases might have a chance of being Cured. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure there's something somewhere which, which will cure it. Yeah. It's just get, as you say, the funding's the problem, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I don't, it's, at the moment, the COVID probably is not people for six. Yes. Because all the research places went over to looking for a, a vaccination, didn't they, yeah. for the um, COVID yeah. bug? So, yeah, they're getting back to normal now, hopefully. Yeah. So, so for people watching us this week, it's a very different podcast to normal. Um, some of them might have family or friends who, in the next period, will either have been diagnosed with Parkinson's or will be diagnosed with Parkinson's. Um, advice, Emily, because you... Don't be scared. Don't be scared. No, don't be scared. I, it's... Um... You, you just need understanding people around you because at, at the beginning I felt that people didn't believe me mm-hmm. because most of the symptoms, there are at least 40 symptoms that you can have. Things like, um, I mean, obviously the, the, sh- the shaking is the thing that everybody thinks about with Parkinson's. Isn't it? That's just, that's well, right. I went to brush my teeth on one occasion or many occasions and I couldn't brush my teeth properly. It wouldn't go, my hand wouldn't go the way I wanted it to. So I got an electric toothbrush. So there's a way of out, out right. of that. Yeah. And I had a problem um, mixing eggs to make omelettes. Right. Or scrambled egg. I I just could not do it, so I got an electric whisk. <laughs> so, there's, a... there's there's an answer there for, for everything. But what most peeves me are the streets. They're so unsafe for people that have difficulty walking. The pavements are in a dreadful state, and so are the, the roads. So normally you get off the pavement and walk in the roads, but the roads have got potholes in, yeah. and it's really very difficult for uh, it's an a effect, effect, person. Yeah. Affects your mobility, doesn't my, it? Yeah, my balance is all to pot. So it's the things that you can't see, that and insomnia um, and stuff like that, and pain in weird places, cramps. I'm getting cramps in places I didn't know I had. <laughs> in weird <those> places? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it is, don't be scared. There's always a, a way around it, but it does get frustrating and it does get hard sometimes, but... 
you go on, don't you? you do I think on. you have to have something to take your mind off as well. You've got to have some kind of purpose, don't you think so? Because <laughs> I try, I try to motivate you. See, I'm, I'm Mister Motivate. Of course you are. I said, well, you, I said, what are you doing watching television? Come on, get out. We're going for a walk. <laughs> do you think I'd be here every week I if it wasn't I... for you, Johnny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she plays hell with me. I, I, sometimes I wonder if she rather I didn't go down there. <laughs> I tell you to go away when you're in one of your like. You've got to go and exercise. I mean, he's right. I, before the the, the um, lockdown came, I was actually going to the gym three times a week. Right. Um, and then I wasn't very happy with the cleanliness there about a week before um, the lockdown. So I stopped going and I haven't been back there yet. I'm waiting to see what happens yes. as, as to when and whether I go back there. Yeah. I did contemplate building a gym in the, in the garage, but I thought it's too cold in there. <laughs> but I, I might have to do something like that because another thing with Parkinson's is you, don't, you couldn't care less sometimes. Right. I mean, he says trying to motivate you. I mean, you really... Like think, what's the point? And it's... yeah, you get a bit apathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it's good to know that it's part of the Parkinson's because you can do something about it. Then yeah, well, that's it's that's... pain in the ass about. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I I miss I miss some like action, man. I can't. Like, I get very frustrated with. I say, come on, man, we got. I don't realise that she can't do things yeah. that she used to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And it's very frustrating because I, I, the one of the pills they gave me cleared my head because it was like a fog. And it's like you want to do something, but your body won't let you. Mm. It, it's, it's quite a weird sensation. Yeah. But you've also got arthritis, which doesn't help. Oh, that, yeah. Mm. I never know which one it is. That's just like a, a gift that keeps giving. I'm just thinking, you know, it's like um, what um, she must be terrible to buy Christmas presents for. What do you give the girl who's got everything, Johnny? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> An yeah. electric tin opener. Electric tin opener. <laughs> well, look, I th- Unless you do yeah. a mobility scooter. Yeah. Well, it's, look, I think it's. <laughs> a mother used to have a mother had a mobility scooter because she had bad, was it knees? Yeah, knees. And she, when she was 80, she used to do a paper, paper round on a mobility scooter. <laughs> She was a, her mother was a character. A real character. Well, as I said, she was in variety, wasn't she? She was a comedian. Yeah. yeah. So you can imagine. Going to the I mean, moment. she used to speak. She got a um, a rain cover for her scooter as well. Right. And a, a rear view mirror, <laughs> things sticking out, a horn. You wish you hadn't got rid of it now. You should have kept it. <laughs> I gave it to somebody else. <laughs> and um, she fell over in it one day, or rather the, the, the contraption fell over. And some workmen apparently had to rescue her. They unzipped the top and retrieved her from there and set the um, little car up on its uh, wheels and off she went again. <laughs> you come from, you come from Terrorising the pedestrian. Yes. Yeah, she did. Yeah, well, you come from good stock. Obviously, you, you, you're not one to give in. Look, um, thank you very much for sharing that. I think I think it's been a very interesting. I'm going to f- find some details about Parkinson's that we can put up at the end if anybody's listening to this. And I mean, is there any organisation that you would go through uh, directly? Um, Most of the stuff on on the internet is very good, right? And very helpful. Terrific. All right. Well, look, <laughs> got a nice cup of tea now. <laughs> <laughs> and a biscuit. Go take your tablets. <laughs> Keep taking the tablets. Um, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's Emily. goodbye from me. She's, <laughs> we should call it the Mal, uh, Emily and Johnny show from now on. Thanks, That's Emily. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing your story with us today. Okay. God bless. Bye bye. Bye bye.
And if you would like any more information, you can go to parkinsons.org.uk. Follow all the links. There's a special link for Wales as well. All the information that uh, Emily has spoken about today will be found there too.